When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Blakey's Boot Room, the number one Cardiff City podcast. Brought to you by Wales Online. Hello and welcome to Blakey's Boot Room, the Cardiff City podcast from Wales Online, brought to you in association with Giovanni's. A full house again for us here. Paula Vandenato joins uh, myself and Nathan Blake for the podcast. With a new haircut, by the way. Yep, it's Paul's turn for a new haircut. Paul's yeah, turn to look Paul's younger brother. Uh, we're going to discuss, obviously, the latest defeat for Cardiff City and the rather sticky situation they find themselves in after the 2-0 defeat to Wolves. Blakey, I think you called this one, actually, I have to say. I did, Dominic, yeah. Unfortunately. Gives me no pleasure um, in saying it's probably the... First time in a while, not because I got it right, but it's probably the first time in a while that, you know, I looked at the whole scenario and uh, come up with that conclusion, yeah. What was it then? Obviously, those two early goals killed the game, really, um, for Cardiff. Bamba's making a huge mistake for the second and then going off injured. Mm. Where did you see it go wrong, really? I mean... I- I think after the two goals, Cardiff did okay, but they were, it could have been um, probably more the, goals for Wolves the, with the, the, first, the first goal was um, uh, Jota. It was a good goal, I thought. Yeah. I thought it was a good team. It, it was a great team goal, but from a defensive Paul's standpoint... Goal, sorry, can we bring in Paul? He's made a terribly loud sniffing noise okay. at that, at yeah, that point. Yeah, please, please, Paul. If I... Uh, Words to find me that you're saying that's a good that's a good goal. That was a cataclysmic goal for Cardiff concede. The defenders are being pulled all over the place out of position where they shouldn't be, and the bloke's got a free shot from. It's not like Wolves still still ball and just, just walked through. No, it was Cardiff's players were being drawn into the wrong. Wait there, just 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 so I'm I'm right. Jotters is the the one two goal. The first yeah? one, little one two. One two one two. Right, so. From Wolves' perspective, it was a fantastic goal. From Cardiff's perspective, it was a terrible goal because Jota actually, he 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 comes short, lays it off, and then makes a run in behind both Morrison and Bamba, and both of them he does two players with like Morrison was goes, fifteen yards out of position. But yeah, he, but he's he, drawn he, into he, a position he should never be well, in. Well, he he comes short, doesn't he? In the original. Instant, he comes short and then come with quick enough to recover. Right, so he, he isn't quick enough to turn. Position. No, no, no. He's 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 right to go in there. But what you do is like just block him off or something like or that. Or somebody covers. But then as he spun off, Bamba's there ready to pick him up. And actually, what does Bamba? Bamba's thinking he's going to get done with the first one too. But the ball doesn't go. It gets laid off, and then there's a little flip by Gibbs White, I think it is, and then it gets paid into Jota. Uh, so it's like a third man running. It's like a one-two becomes a third man running situation. But I agree with you, mate. I agree with you 100%. I thought the defending was really poor for the goal. Paul, but if, from an attack point of view, 
that's quality football. Well, you, do exactly. not give, you do not give any player in any game that much space inside the penalty box eight minutes into a game. Was that was eight? a product of the movement, though. That it wasn't just that Cardiff gave that space. And I think if Kenneth Zahor had scored that goal for Cardiff City, we'd be sat here saying that that was the goal of the season, one of the best goals we've ever seen Cardiff score. Which sort of proves Blakey's point, I guess. I mean, the second goal, Blakey... Just a dreadful error from Bamba, wasn't it? I mean, what is he doing? Yeah, I, he's trying to... Uh, I mean, we spoke about it last week, Dom. Last line of defence, right? And I think what Sol's trying to do is nick it around him, nick it around the defender or the attacker and go the other side. You, you just don't do it. In Given his position, time again, yeah. he would just clear his lines. But, you know, he's been punished to the max, you know, because you know defenders in that situation shouldn't be looking to, you know, play past defence. They do it, and sometimes they do it successfully. But when you get caught out, it, it's highlighted so bad, it looks so, so bad. But, um, yeah, it's, so, it's just one of those situations again, where it's totally again, avoidable. Again, though, there was an opportunity just before that to clear that ball at source and never have it land at the situation where it was. So mm. I think some more basic defending could have stopped that goal in the first place anyway. Well, they just pulled us apart with their movement as well. And we've said it so many times on the Boot Room show. I don't understand yeah, why right. we never... Right, the rotation, it just kills. The movement kills. And I don't understand why, in this day and age, you can't be working on a system that stops you being dragged left, right and centre. Sometimes I've seen like centre-halves being pulled like 20, 30 yards forward, you know, and you've got a holding midfielder. It doesn't make sense. Or two holding midfielders, if you can't rouse as well. It doesn't make sense. All you do is pass on. That's well, Goodison was actually left playing centre-back. Well. Uh, he was yeah, so deep well, chasing be, his runner. Yeah, be, yeah, that's what movement does for you, It was bizarre but if, if, Just think yourself, if, 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 Mac, uh, if um, Bamba stays in his position and... and Gunnison stays in his position and they communicate. The two players they're marking, they just switch. It's like five aside, they're playing. They just switch. You runner the whole time. Yeah, yeah. It was, it's like you know, under ten stuff. When you all run over the all over the pitch chasing the ball, it, it's it's it should be. And there's this argument now: oh, you you can't do it because of the stage of the season we're in. It doesn't matter if that's what's causing you your main problem. Fix it. Yeah. It is my belief, rightly or wrongly... Falls on the wall pad today, doesn't he? No, it is my belief, rightly or wrongly, that neither of those goals would have been conceded early against Wolves had Bruno Manga started the game as he should have done. Well, Bruno Manga came on and I thought was probably Cardiff's best player. I thought he came on after... He came on after they were... I thought he's been well, really he unfortunate. I, I think it's really unfortunate that he was dropped after the Everton game because he's... Yeah. Outside of Etheridge, he's been playing the year for me. Yeah, so, he made a bit of a mistake against Everton, but yeah, but just trying to. But in a, in, at the time when, at the time, right at the time when, you know, you're already down and out. Really, he's just trying to carry the ball out of defence. So, I I just thought that's being chucked under the bus a bit as well. It's been almost like that's oh, your fault, and uh, you know when you get beaten five one, that's a collective. You know, people can make individual errors, but that's a collective. You you, you know. You almost give them an opportunity to rectify themselves. By saying, like, drop you and you, it's like, okay, it's almost kind of like pointing the finger. As a player, that's how you think. From On the outside, as a fan, you might think, oh, we're just making changes. But from the inside, as a player, when you've been back at 5-1, 
you start to you start to say to yourself, well, you know, it wasn't just my fault. It's, it's our fault. We were rubbish. Well, I'm glad you said that. It, it taps into a debate that's been had uh, among Cardiff fans since the game and since Sean Morrison's return with a lot of the fingers from the outside pointing at Morrison. Mm. I would say the decision to put Morrison in the half defence and either drop Manga as he did against Wolves or put him at right back as he did against Everton, that's been a damaging decision for me. Maybe you can't just blame Morrison solely, but it's Morrison's return that seems to have unsettled things at the back of Cardiff. Well, you could say, is it uh, a consequence that Sean has come in and they've gone from winning a couple of games back to back to then uh, three heavy defeats? Is that coincidence or is it you know, part and parcel? I would say I wouldn't have changed the team anyway. You've been trying to create all season where you win away from home. You've done it earlier on in the season once, but you've gone and done back-to-back Basically, big wins and a great performance at Arsenal as well actually yeah don't start getting carried away with yourself thinking oh we've arrived you know you've done something that's huge in the Premier League you know teams always say if we can get three wins in a spin you know it's massive so you've you've done something huge you've gone back to back wins but all season last season also Neil constantly changed 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 but I think this change hasn't helped the situation. I don't think I can point the finger, I would never point the finger at Sean. I'd be contradicting myself and say, it's his fault. It's a, it's a collective fault. Mm. But the decision to remove uh, Manga out of the central defence, for me, should have been in central defence all season. And that's just my opinion. I don't do sentiment, as you know, Dom, no. when it comes to this, these things. So captain, I don't care if you're captain fantastic. You don't get back into that central uh, centre-half position unless we're going to a three. And if we go to a three and it's as disastrous as it was against uh, Watford, then I'm going back to a two and sorry, you're going to have to sit down. I'm going back to the partnership of one of the back-to-back games. It's as simple as that. But it puzzled me that Wolves, he went to a four at the back, a central central defensive two, Mm. and it was Mango that sat out and not Morrison. I mean, that's so harsh on Mango, I think, the way he's been playing. It will, for me, you know, I'm not chucking my toys out of the pram or anything like that, but that's the kind of decision-making that gets players saying, I want out. Right? Because what you've done is you've left me hanging, basically. Right? Because we've been battered uh, against Everton. Uh, we've tried the back three thing, it didn't work, and then Sean comes back, uh, and I've, I just remember I'm I'm saying I'm with Edridge probably player of the year, yeah, and Sean comes back, and I'm not moved, I'm benched, so basically you're kind of throwing me under a bus a bit there, do you know what I mean? No, without you're, saying it, it, without it, saying it, it, it says, you're highlighting it. You it know, I, that, don't get me wrong, I've I've played with managers who've done it. You know I, mean? I remember Wolves, Dave Jones done it to Paul Butler. And, you know, as a team, we turned on Dave Jones. We told him, you're bang out of order. You can't do that. And he said he was doing him a favour. And, like, one of the boys, uh, Studger, said, listen, Gaffer, don't ever do me any favours like that because I don't want that kind of favour. You've just, you've singled out our captain and killed him to a degree, right? Now, all that happens is the fans look and they get on Butts' case because they think he's the problem. Mm. Well, the difference is here, most of the fans are going, well, Bruno's not the problem. 
which is now giving Neil a problem, mm -hmm. right? Because everyone's kind of scratching their heads going, I don't understand that decision. Well, it's not so only anymore. the manager can give you the the rhyme or reason like why one, he done it. One key decision has almost created a domino effect. Absolutely. It's had, a, it's had that effect on those defeats, but it's not now a problem for Warnock because of Sol Bamba's injury, Paul. It is a problem. Well, it's not a selection dilemma well, then, put it that way. Sol Bamba's injury in itself is it, a huge it, problem. It, it is a problem because the, the biggest thing Cardiff have had going for them all season is this special togetherness. That's the, the team spirit in the dressing room and most importantly, this incredible empathy with the fans. Yeah, And it's almost like it created a force. We, we know some of these Cardiff players are not up to Premier League standard, right? In, in, in 2019. But on paper, it, anyway. It, on paper, but it created an incredible force whereby they were punching above their weight and winning the odd game here or there and staying out of the bottom three. It... it it was, it was a fantastic thing, but it's like, like Blakey, we shouldn't be hanging Morrison, you know, um, 11 months ago, that bloke ran half the length, of the length of the pitch at Hull and scored a fantastic goal. He almost dragged Cardiff over the promotion line, but... Player of the season. But, but you know, there was a fantastic little partnership being built up, but between Manga and Bamba at the back Joe Bennett to the left of them either Pelty or Bakuna to the right Cardiff had kept a clean sheet Pelty against Bournemouth was playing well I kept, was playing really kept, well. kept a clean sheet against Bournemouth mm. kept a clean sheet for more than 90 minutes at Southampton why on earth would you want to rip that up and I think Sean Morrison has been put in a position he's getting a lot of flack from the fans now I think he's been put in a position that it was unfair to put him into mm. because the, the defence should have just been left alone at the time. Um, my concern, and this is why I say it is a problem, Don, and I hope it's not, it proves not to be, but my concern is that this togetherness, this belief from the fans has started to be sucked out of them as a result, as a result, as a result of recent... the. the, mm. the the, ha the recent, you know, they, they've been hammerings, mm. all three of them. Mm. And the loss you know? of Bamba to that you know, as one of the key um, figures, I, I'm just key concerned, voices. I'm just concerned that, that suddenly this hope, euphoria and belief is it's being sucked out of them a little bit by the decision-making for, for the Watford game. And I just hope we don't look back on that game and think this is the moment this the season turned. Point. I mm. really hope because mm. yeah. it was the first the time case. we mentioned it last week it was the first time I'd heard any booze or anything mm. this season it was like uh, I was thinking well, put, well, well you know, obviously you know, don't like getting beat 5-1 but what, 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 what are they booing there are they booing the manager are they booing decisions are they booing players because well, that hasn't happened all season you know what I mean that, there's just been this togetherness but that it's Quite like a force break, isn't it? Well, like, well that's how you. Force. That's a, 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 it's exactly. Is that right? it, is a, it is like a force because it's what. It's what on top of your your ability, you're which I think on paper, right? Yeah. Pa on paper, people say, "Well, you're not good enough." So, what's going to carry you? Well, what carries you is that force of that togetherness with the fans, yeah. and that those fans, even when you lose, are bouncing and cheering you yeah. on, right? Yeah. So yeah. you feel like I can do no wrong. Yeah. Right, so that carries that wave of emotion, lifts you up another level, basically. You know what I mean? It's, There's always going to be dissatisfaction with heavy defeats, though, isn't there? I mean, 
It's like oh. chicken and egg, though. Which one creates which? No, does, no. Does yeah, I think there's far more to it, Dom. I, I, think, yeah. I think if if we're looking at this situation, it's not just... You have to take into account what's gone on. We can't, we can't ignore the Emilia Salo uh, situation and what's going on. That plays a part, no matter how we try and stick to it as just footballing, footballing, footballing. You know, all the boys... They all got brains, they're all humans, they all see, they're all here. So to say, well, you shouldn't be affected, well, you did, we couldn't say, well, you shouldn't be affected by Emilio's passing. Of course it has an effect. And then subsequently, what's going on and being played out in the press, it's, you just don't want it as a player. Mm. You just want to be focused on football. It seemed to And unfortunately, it's not. It's just getting... It's getting Darker and darker, if you like the situation. Formers all of a sudden dropped off the edge of the cliff. Managers being questioned. Decisions are being questioned. And it's just like a perfect storm has just come. And it's just, like Paul says, sucked the life out of it. Why it is different now, Dom, is because you're wrong. With respect, they have been hammered this season. And still those fans have sung to the... Absolutely. They've still roared the team. People have said to me, I can't believe you've lost... Um, and your fans were still but, bouncing. But I've just detected the last three games. Like I say, this is I, I repeat, it's almost like belief is being sucked out a little bit. And that concerns me. Because I, I, without that togetherness, I, I struggle. I, I'm I take sure both Cardiff of your points. Like, I just want to bring it back to, to this point I'm going to make now, which is, despite the fact that Cardiff probably expected to go down and anything more would have been a big bonus we knew that all along that's what's been said from the from the first minute of the season with any team teetering towards relegation there's going to be unhappiness from the fans from a pure football perspective and when you lose games like the Watford game which we went into on the back of two big wins thinking Cardiff can win this when a performance and a result like that happens against a team who are beatable because Watford probably are got some good players but they are I think that's going to create unrest from a sheer footballing perspective. Although I do take into account, Blakey, of course, all that off-the-field stuff. But just take that football perspective on its own. I think that was a performance to suck the life out of anyone, really, you know? Yeah, but like Paul says, the bounce-back ability has been there all season. No matter how much you've been trounced, you still expect Cardiff to go out the next game and play like the first game of the season sort of thing. Do you understand what I mean? So there's no, there's been no sort of, um, there's been no sort of, you know, the reaction no from the fans that pulls the team down. down. Yeah, it's, def- it's it's been carried. Yeah, you don't worry, boys, we got you. There's don't worry, boys, we got you. Fans, a, a, an absolute defiance. It's like us against the world sort of thing. And like we've said before, Neil Warnock likes to create that sort of environment for his players. And you know, he had it. And I, I honestly believe we were on course if not to stay up it was going to be coming down to the last game touch and go maybe a point maybe goal difference in it I thought it was going to be that sort of finish to the end of the season where we are right now and it's yes it's three games but it's not the fact you've lost three games it's the manner in which you lose and it's 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 almost unexplainable you know what I mean the you know you come up against an Everton team like we said last week who are devoid of any sort of confidence. Yeah. Right, what the Cardiff do normally, take advantage of that, right? Because we can, that's what we do. Yes, we got beat last week by Watford, but it doesn't phase us, we expect to get beat. 
yeah? But you're now on a downer, so we're going to try and take advantage of that. That never happened. Tom, I was speaking to fans before the Molyneux game, um, lots of them, and I'm telling you, to a person, man or woman, um, they were genuinely shocked that manga had been dropped. Well, why has he done that? What, what on earth's going on here? And I was trying to explain this shouldn't really come as a surprise because Neil will always back his captain. Um, but it, it did it, it just that you know just the fact that Manga was dropped was almost sucking the life out of them. And then it was followed up with why is Harry Arter not playing? You know, and that was a strange all, all, one as all well these questions me. are now being that asked. Was a strange one for me. And whereas instead of the the force that was together before, it's splintered. Well, that's Blakey's words. I can't really argue with him, mm. but I come back to the third time of saying like belief being sucked away, mm. and somehow that needs to. Oh, how can it be? How, how, how can that be reignited then, Blakey? Is it as simple as one win against West Ham? Because I think that would help the situation a heck of a I lot. I think the house of the footballing situation, yeah. I, but honestly, I don't. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna stick to my guns. I. I think there's. I think the fans are not stupid. They all know. We all see. We all hear. This is not just about football. Mm. It, 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 it's as simple as that. It's no point us trying to avoid the situation and pretend that it is. Because but the it's not. situation initially had a seemed to have a galvanizing, a galvanizing effect. effect. Absolutely. But subsequently, we all see what's coming out. It, it doesn't look good on us. You know, it's uncomfortable. It's really uncomfortable. You know what I mean? And at the end of the day, you know, f- football secondary, uh, you know, there is the, the fact that Emilio is no longer with us. And that, I think, is bigger than anything. And it's having an effect. And it's had an effect. And it will continue to have an effect. Because it's, it's not a case of a straightforward, bang, done, accident, okay, bang, done. There's so much going on. This being said, that being said, this nobody could have predicted. Out, that, and it's, it's just you just think, oh my, what is this? So it's, like, it's unprecedented. Never seen it in football before. You know, it's 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 it's, it's stomach churning. It, it is, and I just don't think you can get away from it. I don't. You know, my answer is yes. The the, the team hasn't played well, but there's there's so many factors that are in play here. It's not just straightforward football. And you if are, they beat West Ham, well, it, it changes. If they beat West, if they beat West Ham, the mood might lighten a bit. But I don't think the fans are enjoying what is going on in the media right now. You know what I mean? No yeah. one is. No, yeah. no one wants to. We kind of. It's kind of like a, a Balotelli, why always us kind of thing is probably being said by fans. Mm. Why can't it just be straightforward and, you know. Why? That's the feeling I get. But you see, even that could work to kind of strength because you know we've said all along that it's us against the world, mm. Wales against England, all that sort of thing. Mm. And so the fans could sort of, you know, rally round and everything in terms of dismissing all of that. But the trouble is that when you have the performances that we've seen for the last three games, mm. and and. Blakey, they were hammerings. They could have been even heavier mm. defeats, to be honest. And emotionally, this the players is, are going to come and, down as and, well, Paul. And, and rightly or wrongly, fans are going to look back and think, why on earth was the team changed from the back-to-back wins? You know, the history-making back-to-back wins in the Premier League. 
Um, first why, time. Why, 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 why have you I got to change that, that defence? Dom, you explain to me. Why, why, why has that defence uh, got to be changed? I'm with you. I'm with you 100%. Mango and Bamba are a fantastic partnership. Bennett, Bennett and, and Bennett were doing Bennett their were, bit. When Bakuna was filling it right back, he did okay. You see, I, I've got issues with, with okay, Bakuna. Okay, but, but I mean, we're talking about, you know, um, so... I thought, just, I thought Bakuna was probably a fault for... Sigerson's both goals uh, against uh, Everton. I said last week that Dormy should have attached him. Yeah, he should have attached himself to him and stayed with him. And look, I can question lots of things. Why? Why hasn't Patterson been starting games recently when he's been Warnock's one of Warnock's big lieutenants on the field? Mm-hmm. Massive character, massive trier on the field. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with Camarasa? His body language doesn't seem good to me. Well, I, I mean that's an easy answer. You well, heard what Neil? Situation. Well, you heard what Neil said publicly. That doesn't. That, uh, whether Neil can come and phone me and have a go if he likes to say whatever, I, I, I really, I'm, I'm an inch bothered. But publicly, when you start questioning him like that, and he's Carlos Bestia, right, right? So what, what I'm saying is, there's certain things that, and I know Neil's probably a bit angry or whatever. But if the boy's injured, the boy's injured. You signed him, you know the situation and everything. He alluded to Saul Bamba, right, and saying if you've seen his scans and all that, yeah. And now I would say, well, when you when you carry an injuries left, right, and centre like Saul, I think was, you overcompensate in different places. Then you go and do your ACL. Yes. Right. Well, that's, that's what happens. That's unfortunate. It's absolutely unfortunate. But what happens is because you're overcompensating your body here and there, you're not running normally and things like that. Because it was innocuous, wasn't it? Mm. It was so like, huh? As soon as he went down, I thought, he's done his knee there because he couldn't straighten it, right? And he was actually, his hands were in the air, sort of, that's pain. I thought, he's done his knee there. Let's hope it's not a twist or something like that. But, yeah, my worst fears were confirmed. But There's so many of those little decisions and little questions hanging over people now, and that's what happens when three defeats off the field problems all conspire together isn't it that's, maybe that's to what we're may, at. you know maybe maybe the, the you know the signings in january as well and feeling like when i signed them i have to play them and upsetting you know you've just mentioned patterson one of the best players this season all of a sudden like are we resting him or is he just out in the cold you know no sign of Hoyle or Mendes Lang on the bench at Wolves. No sign at all. Murphy, no sign to come on and no sign to come on and make and try and make a make a change. Yeah. Probably the three the three wingers who you're going to look to to make a change and an impact all season. Last season the same. Well, I had a basic problem with the team at Wolves being well, sort well, of what, well, what you brought on as well wasn't going to get you sort of impact the game as strong as a Mendes Lang would or a Junior Hoyle would or a, a Murphy would. Uh, those three all pace you know one thing we can't afford to do is leave pace at home it's the one thing Cardiff had I've had under worn up for these last two and a half years isn't right. it right so you know it's listen I, I think at the end of the day only the manager can answer and maybe there's things in the background that we're not aware of big questions to answer and who knows what a win against West Ham could do it could be season changing season defining Let's ask some more questions and have some more Bluebirds discussion after this short break then. Subscribe to The Boot Room on iTunes or listen on walesonline.co.uk. So I want to start this second section with a uh, question for Blakey 
from uh, Paul Grono on Twitter. All right, Paul. He says, um, and I wrote a piece about this after the game on Saturday. Oh, okay. He says, are people right to question whether Warnock should go now to give someone a chance to come in and potentially save the club from relegation? Or should he be given until the end of the season at this late stage? There were question marks, Nathan. People, rightly or wrongly, in my opinion, wrongly, on social media saying, could a change work now? Has Warnock ran his course? Does he deserve the chance to continue as long as he wants? These are questions that are being asked, Nathan. What's your view? I think you have to look at the performance and I would say off the back of back-to-back wins, feeling was great. No one was even... They were like, Neil was the best manager since sliced bread. Fast forward three games and that's how fickle football is. People are now really questioning one real major decision, really. Morrison... From Manga, right? And they're they're saying like they think that might be the reason why you have to replace the manager. I couldn't go with that. I I couldn't I, I couldn't I couldn't support that. I couldn't say oh yeah I agree. I think you know three games, three bad defeats. You've got to give the manager right. If 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 the trend continues, another three games. Right, the chances are you're not gonna stay up anyway, right? So you've got three games really, four games max. And now what you're thinking is, okay, if we change the manager, can you see Cardiff winning three or four games back to back? Well they've only managed to win two games back to back in the Premier League. This is the first time. So I doubt that a change is gonna make much of a difference because where the players are at the moment there seems to be a disconnect between players, manager, the whole shebang. Mm. Obviously, he's gone on, say, few gone on record and said a few players let me down. Then made changes, so it kind of singles people out. And you know, there m- must be some sort of upset in the dressing room because the performances are reflecting not a happy camp. Would I change the manager now? No, I would say right. You know, go and fix it. You know, get get back to where you were if you can but if you can then you know I think a change isn't going to make much of a difference unless you look into next season and then if you look into next season then there's more to think about far more Absolutely Paul what, what did you make of those uh, those calls on social media? I think the bigger concern was was Danny Gabadon who you know like Blake he was a big fan's favourite at Cardiff saying that this was deeper than personnel selection and so on this was the team spirit wasn't right for him that that alarmed me a little bit because without team spirit that Cardiff team you know lose a hell of a lot I can't put a percentage on it but it's a high percentage Um, I felt at Wolves and against Everton Cardiff had run out of ideas attacking wise Um, but you know, it's up to Neil Warnock to re-foster the spirit amongst the players and the fans and recreate that force we spoke about earlier, Blakey, <clears throat> that Cardiff desperately needs to get them over the line in these last nine matches. It's not impossible, but it's nigh on impossible now. Do you know why? Because, like I've that. said, no, I'm telling you the truth. I'm just this is what the podcast is. It's about you know giving our opinions. I, my opinion now is. Yeah. When you lose your captain on the pitch, as in Sol Bamba, yeah. you've got no one to carry your message. 
And that's where I think you'll see the biggest drop off now is that leadership quality. Yes, Sol has been at fault for goals this season, as have most of the players at some point, right? That's why it's a collective. But I've always said and I've always maintained it doesn't matter who's got the armband, he is the leader and captain on the pitch, right? And the way he went out on his shield, yes, Neil's confirmed, battered and bruised a couple of weeks before gone out and that has eventually led to a major injury for me right so he's gone out on his shield on the pitch as a soldier as a warrior does but I think that is our biggest that is the biggest problem we're facing now is who do you see on a Saturday lead like Sol I think the, I think it has to switch to Aaron Gunnison personally I think we could probably see more leadership from Gunnison mm. he's he's the next biggest character for me and mm. someone who can like you say, Blakey, be that warrior. Mm. Make those tackles that he's not been making the last couple of games. He's mm. not been he's not had that bite that the best Gunnison has. So mm. I'd look towards him. But also Neil Warnock himself triumphs in adversity and his Cardiff City team have tended to triumph when their backs have been against the wall. Mm. Cliches, but they've got some sort of root of truth in them as the well. The difference is this is the Premier League Diamond, is the quality is that much higher. The quality yeah. is so much higher. Yeah. You know, you're coming up against West Ham who have spent, what, 150 million? Good something players, like that. Yeah. And got some great players. So, you know, they're not going to come here and think, you know, they, they, West Ham and their fans are a team who will come here thinking, well, we should be Cardiff. Mm. It's, it's a long contest. I mean, they're relegation fodder, we should be them. That's, we don't go into any game thinking that way. We can't afford to. Everything is a cup final sort of thing. To go back to your question about the fans the fans calling for his head. I mean, I think Neil Warnock deserves more latitude than any other manager in the Premier in well, not just the Premier League, but the entire 92 clubs in the Premier and the Football League, simply because, as we've said before, he hasn't just taken Cardiff up into the Premier League, which was a heck of an achievement in itself, and, and kept him out of the bottom three for most of the season. He has brought the club back together, and I think he deserves an enormous amount of latitude because of that. However, that said, we are where we are. Blakey says no sentiment, all that sort of thing. I get that in football. In terms of those calling for his head, well, what I'd ask is, who else is there? Who, who credibly? I would don't even come think in? it's because of that. So, so, I don't even think it's because of it. I think it's because because Warnock is the is the best man for the job. So what I'm saying is, who credibly could come in and do a better job? Now, I've had names thrown at me like Mark Hughes and David Moyes. Uh, they're not better than Warnock for me at this stage of the season. I've had Sam Allardyce thrown at me, but come on, we've got to be real here. I was hoping we'd get through the podcast so, without saying Sam Allardyce's so, name, actually. <laughs> so, you know, it's up to, you know, Neil Warnock needs to be backed and, and he needs to refoster this this spirit that made Cardiff punch above their weight earlier in the season. I think that's the question, Paul, is can he? I think, I think that is the biggest question. That's the, you know... Hundred million dollar question. If we see Can he do it under all these different circumstances that are playing at the moment, both on and off the pitch? Can he do it? And I think you're, you'll get your answer for, by performance. I think we'll get answered the first ten minutes I'd, of the West Ham I'd, game. I I don't mind West Ham beating us two nil, three nil. If the performance is hot, if the performance is driven, you know, determination, fight, the usual what we've expected or come accustomed to. 
if the performance is there, then you see, right, that's where the fans go, yeah, on to the next one, don't worry, we'll go again. That's been the sort of attitude of the fans. Yeah. And this, it, there seems, it seems to be fractured. That's what I think is clearly evident on the pitch. That's what Gabs was on about, right? There's a, there seems to be a fracture between manager and his players all of a sudden. It's sudden, why? It's sudden. Well, we won't go, but, but anyway. Then you've got other factors coming into play. It's, it's about refostering that, that spirit, as we say. And, and fingers crossed, we will see that against West Ham. And a win changes the mindset again. Mm. But Okay, how then? How, how, does it, how does it happen from a football perspective? How, how can they turn this around? What needs to happen? Who needs to step up? Where, where will Cardiff's improvement come from on the field? Well... I think the first thing he needs to do is have a midfield trio of Arta, Camarasa and Gunnarsson. I think those three, those three with Manga behind them, have to be the linchpin around where any improvement is built now, yep. both defensively and defensively. I come back to watching those three in tandem at Leicester when Cardiff won and how they hunted together. And I don't see that often. They worked as a tight midfield unit then. Um, I think he's got to revert to that. And he's got to work, revert to pace out wide, pacey, pacey wingers, whether it be Murphy and Mendes Lang. I'm not, I'm not against, I'm not against Zahor and Nias playing, Dom. Nias was terrible against Wolves. He Paul. was, but I'm not against them both playing. I mean, you know, he's quick, Nias. I think it has to be one of them. Personally. You've got to have more. You've got to have more up front. You know, Ken's done all right since he's come back, but all right isn't going to. Well, they haven't got anything else, have they? This is me. I would go back to Patterson. Right. Me, would you? And I'm saying, whoa, and, I'm, whoa, I'm saying whoa, whoa. and I've said, look, I've said all, all season that he's not a striker. He's yeah. not a striker. Right? Yeah. I think Nias has done okay. Yeah, yeah, he was poor against Wolves, but I think he, he he gives Cardiff the ability to stretch again, which they didn't get under yeah. under Patterson. Yeah. Me, I would play Patterson and Nias. I don't think Kenneth okay. has earned the position to be able to say, okay, yeah, I'm back in. I'm back in as number one striker. No way. You know, at least you know with Paul Gore, he's going to put himself about, he's going to batter people, he's uncomfortable to play against. Do you know what I mean? And he always, he, he's in, he, he kind of in the right place at the right time. Is he a striker? I'll tell you now, no, he's not. But for so the last nine games, I just go and batter people and let Nias run off you. That's what I would say. Nias drop deep or Reed drop deep, one of you, and go back to two wide, one down the middle, and either Nias or Reed in that ten position supporting Patterson. That's, That's what it. I would I do. I feel sorry for Bobby Reed, you know. He's I, not been able to get on a run, Dom, all season. No, and really I don't think he's played badly. No. I haven't seen him play a poor game. I think he's a really good player. I think he's an incredibly talented. In the right player, team, yeah. I think he'd be an absolute star, even in the Premier League. Mm. But I just think that You could see him playing for a Leicester or a Watford, couldn't you? And yeah, having, the right and being and being a bit of a damager. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just not it's not working. But that's again then, then that comes back down to you you've got quality players you've brought in. You need to have more ball retention. Well, these are things, these are things, these are things that. that we've said all season. You need to have more ball retention. With Ken coming back in the team, what's happened is like I said against I thought against Everton and what and what you've uh Watford, you've gone back to uh right, we're gonna go bang almost one pass and then long pass. You've you've gone away from even trying to play a bit. Do you know what I mean? You you you've you've gone reverted back to boom, long ball forward, and Ken's not in that form. It's as simple as that. Ken is not in that form. So you've not got the same guy that you think you got. 
So it's a, to me, I honestly, I would go back to Patterson. I would. And that's me saying, you know, I know he's not a striker, but what he can do, he can, he can cause major problems for you. What do you do with, with Camarasa then? It seems, that seems to be a, a, a riddle. Camarasa, I play out. in the 10 position at home. I play Reed on the ass away from home. Yeah, I can see the I can see the the argument there. Yeah, because I don't think a back three. We don't do enough work on the training ground. We just went to a back three and listen. You need to work on it. And clearly they haven't worked on it. It was or oh, they might have done twenty minutes here, twenty minutes there, but they haven't worked on it as a system of this is our full back default position and we play and we we know it off by heart. Your full backs right. have got to do have got to do more attacking wise in it when you've got a back three. And well, your really full backs are not full backs; they're wing backs. Yeah, yeah. Right, it would be better playing Mendes Lang in that in the, on the right hand side because he can defensively do a great job. He can he's got level lungs, he's powerful as, and he he puts he scares living dead out of people with his pace and his power down that right hand side. Simple as that. Well, Simple. Who would, you, who would you play? Come on, what? what's your answer? That's a very very conclusive answer from Blakey there. Mm. Don't just say Kenzo Hall. I, I think that there's scope in the Zahor and the Ass partnership. I think they're both quick, they can run in behind, so I think there's scope there. The problem is, how do you then provide the width that goes with them? Um, Carlos' problem is. Okay, let me ask this question. What's, what's more uh, potent? What's more powerful? Right? A midfield three of Rolls. Camarasa, Gunnison, take your pick out of the midfield. Yeah, yeah. Right? But what's more powerful? Murphy and Hoylet on the wide or Hoylet and Mendes Lang or Mendes Lang and Murphy on the wide mm. with Patterson down the middle with a reed behind or Nias and Kenneth. Which is more potent? Nias and Kenneth or Patterson with a another with the I two think man wide. Have Patterson in there. I just think it's I just More think effective. it's a no brainer. I'd even go well the two wide men with Nias and then have Reed in behind him. I I don't think I you know and it's not a having a go at Kenneth by any means a stretch of imagination. You know I I thought like I said when he scored his goal and he, and he mouthed the words I'm back. That was a very prominent statement to make, but. But you, you know, said he better had to be back. And he, he hasn't, you've got to be he back. Hasn't been yeah, and he's not played badly. Do you know what I mean? You know, it's a collective they've been beaten in. So he's not. Been, but I don't think he's potent enough to be saying he's not given enough problems. Then. And look what Jimenez and Jota did. I think Cardiff are, are lacking that by a long stretch. Round the box, attacking. mate. Round the box. I've always said Cardiff should be working on patterns of play, little one-twos, given goals and all that. But they don't. They they leave Murphy on one side, Hoylet on the other, or Mendes, and it's beat your man, try and get a cross in, or beat your man, go for goal. There hasn't been that intricacy in our play since Neil joined the club. Interesting stuff. I can't, uh, I can't argue with any of that, Nathan, to be honest with you. Right, let's have another short break, and then we'll look ahead to the West Ham game. You're listening to Blakey's Boot Room, from Wales Online. 
So Nathan, do you want to do your forty-five predictions now? <laughs> Get them out of the way. Yeah, man. How did I do last week? Um, I think you, well, you, got grand? Card, you got the Cardiff result right. Yeah, that so, gives me no pleasure, Don. You didn't win the twenty-five grand. <laughs> no. Safe to, say, safe to say. I think mine actually went in the paper, and I got none of them right, and none of them anywhere close either. So that's uh, it. Okay. Switches back to you, Come on, Nathan. Yeah. So Huddersfield, Bournemouth is your first one. Huddersfield, Bournemouth, Bournemouth, uh, one 0 victory away from home. Uh, Leicester Fulham Leicester 3-0 victory interesting I noticed just on that um, a lot of people talking Scott Parker great lad played against Scott you know him well but against Chelsea not to have a man or John Gino that's just a lack of vision or a lack of insight or foresight it was so obvious You've and mm. it's been done for you all season so it's not like you need to you know do anything clever just stand the man or to let him have that kind of space and well, there's another message of advice for Warnock a couple yeah, of weeks time like, man uh, ok so 3-0 there for Leicester Everton, uh, Newcastle at home to Everton oh that'd be a good game I'm going to go Newcastle 2-1 interesting uh, Southampton Spurs Southampton Spurs I'm going to go 2-2 2-2 that's a Big point for Southampton there against yeah, Cardiff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the final game is Cardiff against West Ham, and we'll have our say on this one, no doubt, with the optimism that is uh, filling up the room at the moment. I'm going to go... Uh, we're going straight up, honestly. We well, heart or head, you, t- you tell me. Uh, they definitely say two different things, that's for sure, at the moment. OK, I'm going to go 2-0 defeat. 2-0 defeat for Cardiff. Mm. Paul, can you be... Uh... But if they... If 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 Neil and the team, there isn't, like, no separation and they are together and everything's rosy and it's just down to us over-analyzing the last three defeats and they put in a performance, even if they lose, I'll be on you next week saying, OK, there's still a lot of hope. But That's good to hear. Yeah, at that's... this moment in time... The, the manner of the defeats and the manner of the performances, I'm like more worried that we get another point between now and the end of the season after those three games. That's my that that's where I'm at, Dom. That's that's what that kicking has done Feeling to me. Down, Nathan. You know, and it, it, it's it's only what the eyes, Chico. They never lie. Uh, it, let's just hold on though, because a win. Would change things completely. So you, Mate, you may be on next, next week. Next year, eat, we'll be on a party in here. You may be on next week eating humble pie. I hope you are. I actually. hope the body is massive. Paul, what are you saying? If I'm honest and going my head, I've got to go for a 2 0 as well. Wow. Uh, my heart is very much saying 1 0 Cardiff. I hope that. Come on, Bluebirds. Pull it out. You I can don't do like this. what I've seen in the last three games, I've got to say. No. No. It's not been a one-off bad performance. I, I can't... So even at the start of the season when we didn't pick no points up in five games, you got. we were saying, listen, you've got to learn quicker, boys. Mm. And then all of a sudden... They did. It, it did. And I, if you remember, a few weeks ago, I was saying like the, the, the 17 games, the second half of the season, you know, if we didn't pick up no points in the first five when we got to where we are, which was 25 points... 24, that's where, that's where 20, we are now, 22 yeah, points. Then, you know, we should be in a... Oh, no, it wasn't 22, was it? It was 19 points. If we do the same 
it'd be touch and go. But if we have a better back half of the season, which was at that point I thought was highly likely, then, you know, we get to the 37, 38 point mark quite comfortably. Well, I just think about how I felt after the 1-0 win at Leicester. Late goal, fantastic away performance. I mm. thought, if they play like that, yeah. There's no problems at all here. And yeah. the same after the, the Bournemouth and the Southampton yeah. games. We thought that, didn't we, Paul? Let's say Mary. But I bet you, even in, the, in, even in defeat, Dom, it's not the defeat, it's the manner what's going on. You, 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 like Paul says, you're witnessing all this. It's, it's, everything seems to have gone from being so together to it's not broken, but it's stretching at the seams. You're thinking, God, you know, this would be some job if Neil can pull this back together. Really, it'll be some job if he pulls it back. If he pulls it back again and they stay up, he manager of the year for me. Do you know what I mean? Okay, well, I want to finish the podcast on something a little bit more positive, and it's a question I put out on our Cardiff City online Facebook page mm. today. Who is the one player who can make the difference and keep Cardiff up? Oh, what's your prediction? <laughs> <laughs> Good we'll come job, to that. Though. I'll do that just before we finish. No, we're doing the predictions. Uh, That's not fair. One all. Oh, so you sit on the fence. Stop the rock, sit on the fence. Okay. Yeah, all of that. So who, who is the one player who can make the difference, who could keep Cardiff up to now at the end of the season? Talking on the field. What, for Cardiff? Yeah, no. if you think of one player who can step up and make the difference now, who has that ability in them. Zahor. Wow. Zahor. <laughs> you didn't expect that, did Incredible you? Incredible from both of you. You didn't expect oh, that, did you? I didn't expect Nathan to say it. No, I know. I know, but, but I know. Nathan, but he, Nathan I, I know what he's got he in the locker. What I know he's what he's got in the locker. So if he steps up and produces, he'll score goals. Mm. And he's the one who holds the goal. You know Whether he can is another matter entirely. Yeah, he's, he's on the goal. When he scored it, it just the, that's why it was. It wasn't the goal. It was the fact that he mouthed on back. It was, it was pulsing through his veins, I, wasn't it? Do you know what, mate? That that made me feel like, like brought back that lion in you. I thought, wow. Do you know what? He's gonna mash people up next game. He's gonna run through people. He's gonna be back to. He's back. He's back. And and he did to be fair. And he's played okay. Yeah. But not the yeah. Not the lion I'm looking for. Yeah. He, you know, I'm expecting people win, lose or draw to come off the back to go in. He's, he's going over to he's, player, going, he's going over too easy in the challenge. He's looking for free kicks and not getting them. Blake yeah, mad aggressive. And that, that means the ball's no. coming back at Cardiff's defence. You know. Yeah. So yeah. Zahor Zahor uh, Kamarasa definitely. If he, he get him right, get him fit and firing, get the argument with Warnock out of the window, he can still be the man for me. Okay. Thank you very much for both of you then for your contributions today. Uh, we'll all make Blakey's boot room, of course, next week after the West Ham game. You can listen, of course, on ACAST, Spotify, Wales Online, or subscribe on iTunes. From the three of us for this week, it's goodbye and thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.